obviously he was pretty much unhittable. Jennings has got it to second for one the relay and plenty of time. And now into right center field that's going to drop for a hit his first RBI. The guys going into Shea Stadium you know a fairly intimidating building and uh, he kind of just walks all over everybody. There's no way that Jason Jennings has ever forgot that day. What a pitch by Jennings. Jennings is two for four. What more can you do for us. This one is over the wall a home run. His big league debut and he hits a home run his third hit of the night. You know, I'm, I'm sure that people ask him what was his greatest game and, and that one has to be number one on his list. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use that promo code DNVR20 because when you do, you get 20% off your entire purchase of that CBD infused, deliciously rich and potentially life altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is beat writer Patrick Lyons. And on this episode, we have got a very very fun thing planned for you. I know we're excited about it. I hope all of you out there are half as excited as we are to do this very fun and silly thing we're going to do today. Unfortunately, Patrick, before we can do our what we're calling the Stars draft, that is, we're going to pick the best players in Colorado Rockies history who have never been an all-star. Sounds like I got muted, but uh, we're going to have those theoretical teams assembled and you'll get to vote on who you think is the best and we get to celebrate Patrick some of the lesser known but oftentimes still most beloved players in Colorado Rockies history and that's why I'm especially saddened on this day hmm. we have to start with these Nolan Arenado rumors and and I'm going to say this just up front we're going to give you some top line takeaways we can't not talk about it that's one of the things that's always so frustrating when something like this happens when a national writer kicks up enough dust that all of Rockies town, all of baseball town is talking about this Nolan Arenado rumor to the Mets from John Morrissey, who in my recollection has never been right about the Colorado Rockies, but still we all go and have these conversations. And so it is frustrating because I, I want us to spend, we're going to spend most of our time today doing what we plan to and having some fun celebrating these guys, and we're going to get to that very, very quickly. But uh, since this is out there, I, I just wanted to say that, you know, it, it, it is always funny to me when you look at the exact wording of these things we've talked about before. You know, the Rockies have thought about potentially trying to engage with the Mets. Okay, that's <laughs> sure. Um, but I will also say very briefly, Patrick, like I said, we're going to dive into this, I think, a bit more tomorrow. If people really want to do the nitty and gritty. I feel like we've said most of it before for other Nolan Arenado rumors. Most of it applies to this. Um, the one thing I will say is that the Mets are the team it makes the most sense for the Rockies to try to trade Nolan Arenado to. And I won't say there's a 0% chance that this thing happens. I'll just remind everybody the sequence of events here, which is that a source told a reporter that they heard that the Rockies might be interested in doing a thing. And then that same reporter said, well, if that's what the Rockies are interested in doing, here's what I think would make sense for the Mets to send back. And those are the names that everybody's reading today. 
to not get that twisted with the Rockies called the Mets and said, hey, can we trade you Nolan Arenado for Robinson Cano, which is a conversation that did not take place. Yeah, uh, there's there's not too much to say about it because, again, when we, we get to this point in the offseason, you know, people just are looking for news to kick around. And, you you know, the Rockies can kind of uh, be the, the whipping boy, I, I think, of, of baseball and sometimes and just look at the roster and say, all right, who could other teams benefit from having? <laughs> and, and, you know, this is a discussion that a lot of teams, you know, end up getting, you know, dragged into. And if you're you're not a contender – it can be a little bit harder. You know, we, we did hear it, I think, uh, after the 2018 season about, you know, maybe John Gray and how the Red Sox would be interested in John Gray. But there was a good two-year window when people weren't trying to pillage the Rockies roster and say, like, oh, we're going to take those guys because the Rockies need them because they're a contender. And, you know, it it, it happens a lot more frequently if, if the team's, you know, not not playing well. But, yeah, you know, these these are just rumors. It The – the Rockies would not benefit them one bit to for it to go out into the media or even to call the Mets themselves to say, so what are you going to give me for this thing? Because that's not a good way to negotiate. That's not a good way to have leverage. You know, right. somebody has to make the first phone call. Someone, you know, has to get the ball rolling at a certain point. And, and maybe this is the way that the Rockies, or maybe this is the way that the Mets want to get that ball rolling. And someone picks up the phone and go, how about this John Paul Morosi? He's yeah. such a character. But no, so serious. anyway. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, in yeah. doing something like that. So this I mean, doesn't mean – yeah, so, so maybe just clear it up. The Mets trades on this podcast that look good, so you we're not that. ruling it out. Yeah. No, but but maybe, maybe but, what you're trying to say in less words is the Mets and the Rockies are not negotiating for a Nolan Arenado trade right now. Right. Period. They are not. Right. They may. No. Right. They would it may benefit the Rockies to do that depending on the package that they get. Uh, but no, there there are no ne- negotiations happening right now between the Mets and the Rockies. They're just things floating out there and it floated over here, so it floated into a new solar system. <laughs> totally. And therefore it was plucked and Robinson Cano is gonna be a Rocky player, you know, in a couple weeks' time. I know, right. Not I necessarily. Know. Uh, yeah, it is it is not the sort of emergency level story and situation it's being treated as, and we have no obligation to treat it as such. It's interesting. And so we'll talk about it tomorrow, but we're going to get into the fun thing. We're going to toast our Breck brews back on the hot peak IPA, Patrick. I can't stay for too long until I get some of that juice drop until I get some of the new one and they got to send it my way. I got to get out there to the, to the bar, pick one up, but I got the hot peak IPA. You just got to send it. You got to send it to Drew, man. Mm. Let him get that juice drop. That's right. Bring it my way. Toast your Breck brew to some of the great names in Rockies history who never got to play in an all-star game. And there are some fun names here that we're going to get to walk down memory lane. But, of course, the question comes up of how do we decide who gets the first pick in this draft? And just before coming on, I devised a very quick trivia game. We can play a little bit of hit for the cycle. That we can do with super producer Kale. You got to come in here. And it's all it's all up to you at this point. This is it's all in your hands. And and what I've done, because I've got to make sure that everyone realizes this is fair. Patrick didn't know it was coming up ahead of time. So if Kale gets the answer to the trivia question correct, I get the first pick in the draft. If he gets it wrong, Patrick gets it. But Patrick gets to help create the trivia question because I'm going to say. 
that Kale can name the best two hitters, one of the best two hitters, let's say by OPS plus, that's a fair way to measure it, on any Rockies team in history. Is it OPS plus? Sure. Is, is fair? Look at look at the what look at the whatever, shock on this poor man's just face. think He's best hitter. You don't that. have to you don't have to know what you just think of the best hitter on any given team. Now, Patrick, you pick a year in Rockies history. Oh. And Kale has to name one of the top two players in OPS plus from that year. And if he names two, I go. No, just one of the two. If he can name one of the two players. Okay. Who was the top two guys in OPS plus any year, any random Rockies year of your choosing. Okay. Um, that that's good. I, I like this. this so while uh, you're looking at, let me explain the rules. Yeah, yeah. It's so let me, yeah, it's, it, okay. it's, yeah. So let me while while you're deciding on that, let me explain the rules to everybody for the draft we're about to do. So they can never have been an all-star for the Rockies. They can have been an all-star in their career. Oh, just there hasn't not been for very the Colorado many. Rockies. There's not a ton in that category, but there's there's a yeah. couple of key ones. There's oh. a there's a couple of key ones. Uh, the other thing to remember, like with these kinds of drafts, right, is you're getting the Rockies version of them. I made a quick little list, Patrick, before we get into this of fun names uh, in Rockies history that if this rule didn't exist, you could create quite an interesting team. Really, the the captains of that one are, are Dale Murphy and Steve Finley, who both spent the yep. very last year of their careers with the Rockies and hit under 200 and just hung out until they just couldn't play baseball anymore. Uh, there were two catchers in that category, Sandy Alomar Jr. and Charles Johnson. Both have Rockies years on their history. And one I totally forgot about that I remembered because we were doing this exercise. Um, kind of a rando, Scott Putsednik was a Rocky hmm. for a year. And not a good one, but he had a very good Chicago White Sox career. Uh, and in fact, he's one of those guys, I got to add him to other research you and I have been doing, the Worst hitting year of his career came as a member of the Colorado Rockies. Hey, now. So how how many players do you have on your list? How many players did you scout for this? Oh, total? I didn't I didn't do the list. I, I, I didn't I know. counted up 107. Okay. I have 107 players. Wow. And we're going, we're going, we're getting 20 guys on my team, 20 on Drews. So did 67 more than I needed to. But you yeah. never know. Where you're gonna I was going to say, I did like 60. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to see what's going to happen with those last. But I got, maybe. I know what's up. I know where, I know where we're at right here. All right. So, so we got to figure out who goes first. So uh, I'm going to pick a year. And if Kale can pick one of the top two hitters from that, that season, I go first. If he whiffs on one of the top two, you go first. Yes. Yeah. 2018. He flipped it, but that's fine. 2018. Kale, that's not this last season, but two seasons ago. Sure. Yep. So the <laughs> year of the the year of the wild card win against the Cubs. Yeah, just go. Come on. Who? <laughs> I'm gonna say Nolan Arenado. Okay. All right. So Drew has the second pick. All right. Um, All right. There's only All right. one, right? You only need one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who, who would be second if you had to guess? If you had to guess another guy from uh, way back then. Year? Way, probably, way back then in twenty eighteen. Probably David Dahl. Oh, from that year, you should have made it a little bit harder. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have. I should have made him have to get both of them. But that's, that's bad. No, that, that that's a that's still a solid pick. That's still a solid mm -hmm. one. 
It okay. was it Trevor's story? I don't know. I just I feel like he struck out so much go. that year. Yeah. But it was, yeah. It was the year before where he really – I mean, he, st he still strikes. I mean, Trevor Story always strikes out, but sometimes he also hits like 40 home – I don't think he's hit 40 yet, but 38 or whatever it was. Excellent um, job, Kale. Still my favorite producer of all right. the DFA right. show on the DNVR Rockies podcast. It was a trick, though, that takes the pressure of the first pick in the draft <laughs> totally off of my shoulders. By the way, I suck with the first pick. Like when, oh, we, did our, when we did our food contest – Oh, no, man. I mean, I went hot dog. I mean, that was super easy. But yeah. then after that, Tankville. So, no. yeah, you, and you might have just set me up there. That was not cool. Um, but did <laughs> now, Kale, maybe you can decide this other. The only other little rule we have to decide is if someone were to say with their pick, Charlie Blackman, completely forgetting that Charlie Blackman was an all star. Kale, do you think that person should lose their pick or just go again? I just think they should just have to pick someone else. <laughs> it's like that's too harsh, man. It's that's too no harsh. Fun, but okay, decided it. Okay, yeah. that's fine. All right. Uh, in that case, then I'll go ahead and remind people up front of two names. Can I can I give two names who were all stars? So you might be thinking, I, I'm or should I not? I'm going to run down the oh. list of all 27 for anyone oh, okay. who's listening, so that we okay. know ahead of time that hey, if you you know you're going to be banging the table, going, why doesn't anyone pick Larry Walker? Well, because he was an all-star, but there are 26 other guys. So who, who are you thinking off the bat that maybe most people would forget was at least an all-star for one season? The two I double-checked while looking through outfielders particularly okay. were, um, oh, shoot, Jeffrey Hammonds. All-star. And uh, Preston Wilson. All-star. Yeah. I would venture to say maybe some – some fans would remember Sean Chacon as an all-star, but sure. he was indeed an all-star. So real quick, and I'm just going to uh, – I'll just – starting from 1993, yeah. Andres Galarraga was the first one. And then from there in uh, chronological order, Dante Bichette, Vinny Castilla, Eric Young Sr., Alice Burks, Larry Walker, Todd Helton. Those are the first seven all-stars. That's freaking <laughs> pretty solid list, yeah. That's insane. And then it gets a little bit – uh, mm. cloudy for a decade <laughs> a decade yeah but again guys these guys were still really good for the rockies at yeah. that time but you're gonna go wait what uh jeff cirillo jeffrey hammonds mike hampton sean chacon preston wilson brian fuentes it's getting a little better matt holiday aaron cook jason marquis brad hop ubaldo jimenez troy tulowitzki carlos gonzalez michael kadire charlie blackman dj lemayhu nolan arenado greg holland trevor story and david Doll. Those are your 27 all-stars for the Colorado Rockies, none of which can be selected in our draft. Drew, were there any names in there that you had forgotten and you had on your list really high? There was one name I had forgotten that I had considered for my list. But, oh, no. um, Greg but Holland, it, it, right? it wasn't uh, – no, no, no. <laughs> no, unfortunately, actually, if, if I'm going to out myself, it was my guy Jeff Cirillo. I had, I had forgot. I didn't even check. I had assumed okay. that he hadn't been. Yeah, and I, I, and I was thinking, hey, that might be a, a nice little steal later in the draft, get at third base. But not, not, I mean, I'm a little bummed about it, but I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Ooh, <laughs> all right, let's, let's see how that, that right. impacts our draft. All right, so well, with the first yeah. pick, man, oh boy. so oh boy. much pressure. I hate. Can I trade the first pick for your? <laughs> Second and third right. pick, so I have the right. second, third, and fourth. Pick. Fourth. <laughs> um, 
But in all seriousness, are you interested in that or no? Uh, no, yeah, no. Okay. No, let's not, let's right. not do that. I am because I've got some concerns with depth at this position. Nah, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and take uh, the player with the most wins above replacement for a NAW star on the batting side, Dexter Fowler. My first pick. Wow. Dexter Fowler with the very first overall pick in the NAW stars draft. Look yep, at that. was uh, finished eighth in the Rookie of the Year award voting in 2009. He's first in power speed among Nas, uh, first in win probability added. He hit home runs from both sides of the plate twice, and in fact is the only Rockies player to do that. And that's why he's my number one pick in our Null Stars draft. Surprise? Wow. What do you think? Uh, no, I like the pick. I am a little bit surprised. It's funny. So I had been debating what to do if I ended up with the number one pick all day. And there, there were basically two options in my mind. One was something very much like this. And I totally understand the rationale behind it. Um, taking a position of need, going, you know, strategy. The, the other way I thought of, which is what I'm going to do right now. And with the second overall pick, my first overall take, while there may be a little more depth here, surprisingly, actually, at this position. I didn't want to overthink it too much, and I also want to respect the integrity of this draft. <laughs> and I can't let this player fall too far. I have to take as the anchor of my starting rotation the best pitcher in Colorado Rockies history, left-hander Jorge De La Rosa. I got to take JDLR. Um I'm really glad he's here and available at the number two pick. Wasn't sure, uh, you know, how much he, he's more of a, we've even talked about this. He's never had those dominant seasons. He, he's a, an over consistent mm -hmm. set of time type of guy, but with De La Rosa, I've got a captain of my rotation mm -hmm. and I've, I feel like I've got, you know, a steadiness that I can feel like I've got someone I can count on. I feel really good about that. Jorge De La Rosa, anchoring my starting rotation, number two pick. Great, great pick. Uh, most wins above any player that we have on our list, 15.5 uh, um, B-War. So can't can't go wrong with that. As you said, yep, best pitcher in Rockies history. Great first pick. Yeah. Up again. Yeah, Got to go De La Rosa. And now this one, I don't know if this will be a surprise. I don't know if this will be exactly who people are thinking of. And – it's it's really interesting and bizarre and, and starts to become a question of how much extrapolating are we doing? How much because this is the first guy on the list who will only have played for the Colorado Rockies for a year. Well, really actually a year and a half, but let I mean this not around for mm -hmm. very long. Nowhere near as long as Dexter Fowler or Jorge de la Rosa. Still associated with the organization, though. And this is a little bit of my concern about depth at the position and me being able to just get the best player available. So I'm taking second baseman. I'm going up hmm. the middle. Kazuo Matsui. Yeah. I, I like yeah. it. I like I, it. I had him set yeah, on my uh, spelling this one. <laughs> Kaz, Kaz Matsui, K-A-Z Matsui, you know, like all the, Matsui's you've encountered in your life up to this point. M-A-T-S-U-I. You got it. Uh, you got 3. it. 3.4 wins above replacement in 2007. Yeah. Uh, tied for second for uh, most war in a single season. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and the most shorthanded defense at second base I've ever seen in my life. That's over DJ LeMahieu that year. I think he made four errors. I think one of them cost him a game in Chicago, but uh, it, it like he was absolutely incredible. And the bat, you know, WRC plus doesn't love him like anybody who hits a course field and doesn't have a lot of power. But anyone who watched him remembered, I think he also hit like only three home runs, four home runs that year. Um, but consistent from both sides of the plate, stole 30 plus bags that year. Um, mm-hmm. Just a great, great all around player, underrated. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the one season of him, but if I can sh- extrapolate his three plus war, like you said, I, I feel like I'm getting way more upside at second base than too many of the other guys who are going to be available in this draft. I got another option at second base. I think that mm. is somewhat comparable, but might not have the same you know, name recognition. So for that reason, I, I, right. I think there is a decent amount of gap between Kaz and, and this other guy. But I really thought when you talked about year and a half, short period of time and depth. At the this is the other one. Oh, going with, I'm going to yeah. save him for my third. I'm going to save him for my third pick. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Because I want to, I want to give the nod to, to the guy who you, you think most when you think of the Rockies. Uh, and that will be third baseman, Garrett Atkins. Yeah. Gotta yeah. have him. Uh, one of the few players who uh, received MVP votes from our, our, our null stars. So uh, fourth in right. rookie of the year voting in 2005, he got those uh, MVP votes in 2006, uh, 28.3 home runs or at bats per home run third highest among the null stars uh, had a five war season, the highest yeah. for a single season of any yeah. player that we have on our list, 965 OPS in that year. In 2006, so um, I, he's uh, he's an absolute must-have because he's he's just a beast. Gary Atkins loved him. Can't, loved can't argue at all with that. Will asked a question about the last pick. Just did Matsui hit that one grand slam in the postseason, or did he hit another home run? Yeah, that was a grand slam against the Phillies. I believe it was the first game of the NLDS, so he really set some uh, momentum for the team that year. Yeah, and uh, Garrett Atkins also – incredibly important for that same ball club. So uh, yeah, the, these next two picks are the two guys who I think have to, I mean, these are the two guys you had to take. These are the, yeah, and they were my top three and, and the guy I actually had first, but I just didn't have the guts to, to pull the trigger on it because of, you know, Fowler's, you know, war and his, his seasons with the, with the club and, uh, and still just great standing, I think within the organization and all of MLB had to have mm. him first, but the guy that I really had number one overall, simply because there's no, real depth at the position at first base you've had andres galarraga for half a decade right fantastic guy you've got for nearly two decades todd helton at first base then you've got the whole ian desmond era um kidding folks but um (laughs) justin morneau yeah have to have justin morneau here in this spot uh, wins probability added third highest among null stars. Uh, had a 3.4 war tied with your guy, Kaz Matsui. Also received MVP votes in that 2014 season. And, you know, and I go back in my head, I go, you know, Justin Morneau was an all star that season. Probably should have been. Should have been. I, I would love to see who else was. He got MVP case. votes. And I think he, he came in like 23rd for MVP, but it, yeah. Absolutely. I'd, I'd love to go back and, and see, you know, who, who were the National League. 
first baseman that year because Justin Morneau definitely was in that conversation and, and probably out of anybody was was the biggest snub in a single season. So mm-hmm. I got I got three bats here early on in the going, and I'm I'm feeling good. This this is this is this is going my way. I feel like I feel like yeah. And I I mean my scouting. Your, your team can hit a little bit. I like that. I like that. I'm going a slightly different direction with it, but I'm going to have to shore mm. some things up to, okay. to make that work. Now that I see where your priorities lie, I think I've got to double down on priorities. Yeah, that. Yeah, more more. No won the batting title. He did win. I was looking at that again today. Yep. He hit like 319. So some of that's also on the rest of the National League. Uh, for just, yeah, right. You know, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it, it didn't I hit. Think- I think there was one year where where Carl Yastrzemski had like a three oh seven batting average, and no one else was over three hundred that year. Yeah. In the league. Uh, right. So not quite that bad, but yeah, he hey yeah. He got away. But you know, again, that's, that's what the award is, is: is the best of the best. So right, uh, another right. another award I, I neglected to kind of point out because not too many of these guys have actually won awards because they're not all stars, which is an award of a sort. Um, but to then you know win some kind of trophy. They're they're kind of few and far between, so you'll you'll take the the batting champ uh, trophy. No. It really isn't one, but it's uh, <laughs> WWE should send them a <laughs> totally a right batting champ twenty five twenty. All yeah. right, Drew, you got you got third and fourth pick coming up here. I'm worried. I'm worried about you, man. You're dangerous right now. Yeah this this is a spot where I mean this is some trouble. This is some trouble right here. <laughs> I don't think I've got. The player, I don't think I need to reach for that. So the first pick, I feel like I know where I'm going just because I've got to shore up a spot because I feel like you've taken the sort of unquestioned favorites at the corners Mm. of the infield. I have to lock up the middle. So for my next pick in this draft, I'm taking shortstop Clint Varmus. Great pick. Uh, I I, I think he's going to give you the best combination of defense and offense it is interesting that over his career with the rockies he uh didn't always get those two things to line up his best defensive season by far according to fan graphs was in 2006 uh but it was also his worst offensive season by far uh he, he was really up and down throughout his career the wrc plus numbers go 83 90 38 18 in 27 games 97 but, you know, double-digit home runs a couple of times, had 13 stolen bases, 12 his last couple of years in. Uh, great defense at shortstop. When you've got a healthy Clint Barmas, I think you've got a pretty solid up-the-middle guy. And, uh, again, it's it's a spot where after him there there are some some slim pickings and non-all-star shortstops for the Rockies. So I'll, see, I'll be interested to see what you do with that position now. Yeah, no, I I love that pick. I had him fourth on my board uh, as as far as uh, hitters go. He had the second most wins above replacement after Dexter Fowler. So uh, I think he did really well there to uh, to to again just just pick up a fantastic you know player people you know fondly remember. And yeah, I I like what you're doing there, going up the middle, trying trying to uh, make that your area of expertise. Very nice, very nice. Still got one more pick too. Yeah. Okay, now now I start playing the who do I think Patrick is going to take game. And I, I don't, like, there's a player I really want to take, but you, no, 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 okay. I'm, all, I'm changing my, I'm, I'm going off my board already at this point. This is the first time. Oh, no. 
I'm extending a little bit and I'm going beyond a player who I maybe would rather have, but I think I can still get. And so right now for this pick, looking at your offense is scaring me a little bit. I need a bat. <laughs> I need I need a bat is my problem. Mm. And so I'm going with, even though I feel like I can get other guys, I'm going with in left field, mm. Corey Dickerson. I'm taking Corey Dickerson. He's not going to bring me much defensively, uh, but he, he's going to rake. Uh, what, I mean, the guy was a 140 WRC plus player a couple of times, um, which is, you know, 10, 20 points higher than what you typically get out of Nolan Arenado, at least from that statistic. Um, I guess is, oh yeah, the 140, just the one time, then a 121. Uh, other times in his career, he's, he's been a great hitter as well, but we're only taking Rocky stuff. I don't get the benefit of him becoming a better defender after he left Colorado. Yeah. Um, though I'm also dubious about how much better of a defender he actually became and just how much smaller of an outfield he had to patrol. It's always part of it. But yeah, I, I need someone to anchor my lineup here. I can't just prevent you from scoring. I got to put some runs on the board. I needed Corey Dickerson there. Yeah, seventh highest uh, war among hitters who've never made an all-star appearance, 4.4 wins above replacement. And uh, a stat I think that, that you like a little bit, you know, wins probability added, WPA, second in, in this group. So uh, yeah. had, a, had a 567 uh, slugging percentage, I think, in 2014. So uh, that was good. I had him 10th on my list. I, I only ranked about 11 guys because after that I know <laughs> it's going to get crazy, but he was in. My top 10, so uh, right. I, I like that pick a lot. All right, Patrick. Hmm. Here's where I can make it start to hurt maybe a little bit. Since if this is a game of chess now, you're 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 playing my game. You had to go with the bats, so you left some pitchers exposed. I don't know I'm going to go with my second pick, but with my first pick, nah, you know what? I'm just going to double them up. I'm just going to call them the double mint twins. Right here, I'm going to go Kyle Freeland and Hermen Marquez. Back-to-back uh, -back selections, just like that. They were uh, guys who came up same same general year, right, 2017. Both got Rookie of the Year award votes. Hermen Marquez, a silver slugger winner, the only man on uh, our list of, of non-All-Stars to uh, have won silver slugger. We know Kyle Freeland, uh, the most wins above replacement in a single season. One of the only four gentlemen to even get Cy Young Award vote. Just a single vote. He got a little bit more than right. that in right. 2018, which was uh, fantastic. And, you know, fun fact of uh, of all of our NAS stars, Hermen Marquez is the only one to have uh, won the NL Pitcher of the Month Award. I think just Houston Street and... Oh, that's interesting, yeah. No, not Houston Street. I, I, I can't remember who else has won the Pitcher of the Month Award. He might be the only one, in fact, just in general. But he's yeah. definitely the only one that we've got on our list. Uh, so I, I, I'll make that easy. I, I need to, to, to furnish my, my rotation here. There, uh, there are a lot more options than I would have imagined. I, I think maybe because they're clustered together a little bit. But nevertheless, uh, take the hometown boy, Colorado kid, Kyle Freeman, Kyle Freeland, and, uh, and, and the gentleman who at the end of all of this could be the greatest Rockies pitcher of all time, Herman Marquez. That's it. It's a good, that's a good round. I feel like you had a good round there picking up those guys. That's uh, really, really smart what you did there. Unless All right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. 
Uh, and we're also going to pick up the pace on this thing as we move into this next bit. But before we do that, we got to remind you to check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, especially with basketball coming back because they are hooking you up with a fantastic deal. I know it feels like just a week and a half ago that the the whoever the what, what were they called the lake the lake I can't remember the name of the team. Lockers. Somebody, my understanding is that the NBA championship was won by a team, but who cares? We got a new season coming up and that's all that matters now. So get on board, get excited and get in the game with a couple of bets over at the DraftKings Sportsbook because on opening night, they're hooking you up with this. If you use that promo code DNVR, they give you a plus 75 point spread on the team of your choice. So as long as the team you bet on doesn't lose, by more than 75 points, <laughs> you're going to get some money. Fantastic situation. Hook yourself up with a lot of fun and potentially a little bit of extra cash by using the DraftKings Sportsbook app on your phone and using that promo code DNVR when you sign up. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Yeah. My time for a couple of picks back to back here. You going with the pitchers made it again interesting in terms of what I'm going to do here. Um, one guy, I feel like, um, no, so I'm, I'm going to counter with also Ooh. a pair of pitchers. Oh, true. Okay, this is interesting. And I'm going to go. With Pedro Estacio. Mm -hmm. He's a human. And now this is where I'm a little, mm, I don't want to, no, I don't want to say that. I don't want to let you know what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, while you're thinking, while you're thinking, I'll say this about Pedro Estacio. He's a guy that I, I oh man, I, I love Pedro Estacio. I think he's, a, you know, we had Marvin Freeman on last week this time. Uh, Pedro Stasio is probably equally underrated, you know, didn't, didn't, you know, garner any Cy Young award votes, but, you know, uh, complete game machine, you know, uh, had a 5.9, uh, war season in, in, in 99, uh, 232 innings pitched in 199, the most, uh, innings pitched by, by any Rockies player also hit 17 guys in a, I think in a single season. So uh, <laughs> headhunter, sure. Why not? You might as well. Yeah. Dude was very, very underrated. And uh, I would have, I, I would have loved to have had him. I, I think that's a fantastic pick for sure. Now I might, okay. I'm going to do something that might surprise some people. It's going to feel like a reach, but I, I mm. feel like, According to everything that I've said, I've, this is the chance for me to put my money where my mouth is, Patrick. Okay. I keep talking about the strategy. I keep talking about the things that make the most sense from a Rocky standpoint. Where I'm assuming that our seven-game series that will be played between these two teams is happening at Coors Field. Right. <laughs> and I'm actually going to take, even though I, I think there's a possibility, I think there's a strong possibility he could still have been on the board with my next pick. Okay. Just to be sure, I'm taking a closer. I'm taking Steve Reed. I'm taking the best relief pitcher in Rockies history by ERA plus. Um, didn't get a ton of saves or whatever, but I'm taking a guy who I know, whether he's my closer, my setup man, if I've got him in my bullpen, it's he's the Jorge De La Rosa of <laughs> relief pitchers, right? I'm My 
10 is reliable. His absolute lowest in his career, Patrick, for the Rockies in terms of ERA plus was a 129. I'm sorry, 127. He also put up a 129, a 132, and a 251. Uh, then he came back at age 38 uh, and put up a 153. And at age 39, for the Rockies, a 134. I mean, I'm detecting a theme here. Underrated. A lot of underrated Rockies guys, both just as ball players and especially as Rockies guys. Steve Reed, yeah. just, just, yeah, criminally, criminally underrated. Uh, you know, my heart skipped a beat because you said closer. And I, 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 I got to take this guy. I got I to gotta go Houston Street. I got to go Houston Street with my, for my next pick. Uh, you know, maybe not his best seasons were with uh, Colorado, but uh, still very oh, notable. Came over, you know, in the, the Matt Holiday deal with Cargo, uh, probably the, the greatest trade that the, the Rockies, uh, I think, ever ever made. You know, it, it did help lead to, uh, to, to a lot more success that they had after that. Also, the only pitcher to ever get an MVP vote, uh, that was in 2009. Uh, 84 saves, second most uh, of uh, of any Nall star. Brian Fuentes has the most. Uh, another gentleman is is uh, right after him, and third overall, second for a Nall star is uh, is Houston Street, first reliever to win uh, NL Player of the Week award for the Rockies. Five saves in a week in June of 2009, which is nice. which is crazy, uh, and the uh, the only Nall to to win Player of the Week. Converted 26 straight saves the most of any Rockies closer. So I really like Houston street here and it, 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 it pains me to, to, I'll just say it with my next pick, the, the purple Patrick Rockies seventh overall. It's going to select Juan Pierre. Drew. You son of a, yeah, well, I, you true. son of a, you Here's already have a center fielder. Here's the of- thing. Here's the thing. Like you had six opportunities. I knew Look, that man. there was a chance, depending on how sinister I was feeling, I may have had to select Juan Pierre like third. I didn't. Didn't go Terrible. fourth. Didn't go fifth. But Terrible. Juan Pierre. I, I don't Absolutely know what else. Terrible. Uh, the first thing, you know, on his player bio uh, is Drew's favorite Rockies player of all time. Right. It's right there. <laughs> right there in it. It's right there. It's, it's, it says it. I'm looking at his player bio. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, six uh, uh, got some Rookie of the Year war votes and uh, ninth among All-Stars and, you know, a uh, fantastic Rockies player. Better with the Marlins, but I, I, I think he's still very much fondly remembered. If we if we need to swing a deal after the pod, Drew, we'll, we will figure this out if we need. I mean, to. I just I was playing it fast and loose because I thought you already had your center fielder, so I don't I don't know where you're gonna put Dex. Like he's gonna he's playing out of position now, but that's fine. I mean, hey, that, I to, that's I your problem. Two, I might go you two and your center fielders and five infielders. If yeah. I've got Fowler and Juan Pierre, <laughs> I gotta fe- you know they're gonna cover some ground out there. Cover yeah. some ground. They're doing I wanna, all right. I do want to reinvent the wheel here, so I, I may do it with that. All right. Okay. All right. I see how it is. I see what's going on here. I see what happened. Uh, in that case, because I'm very curious, because now I feel like I've got my pick of, of kind of a, a grouping in, in another set that I just mm-hmm. 
I like all these guys. I'm going to double down on my pitching situation here, and I, again, am going to take two pitchers in a row, and I am going to select Armando Reynoso and John Gray in whatever order you want. Those are my those are my two picks right here. I'm making sure that I can prevent some runs. I'm getting a very solid starting rotation. I want to make sure that I feel good about the most important spot on the diamond. And now I do right here. Uh, you know, if I've, depending on how we set it up, if what, you know, if we're playing a, a seven game set and one of these guys needs to function a little more as a long reliever or whatever it is we're doing, I, I feel fantastic about where my pitching setup is now and to eventually hand the ball to Steve Reed. Jorge De La Rosa, Pedro Estacio, Steve Ooh. Reed, Armando Reynosa, John Gray. Ooh. And and I, I take a little bit of a risk with Gray because I feel like, the again, fans don't give him quite enough credit for being as, as good as he actually is. They want him to be mm-hmm. better than he's been. But when you look at the numbers, uh, I, I feel fantastic about where in this draft I, I'm able to get the guy with the best strikeout rate in Rockies history. Like that's <laughs> that's a pretty solid get. Now, I know when we talked about this, we said four starting pitchers and four relievers. Are we stuck on that? Or do we say, ah, you could do five starters and, and three relievers. What do you think? Because you've got four right now. And- I do, right. I mean, we could go either way. I, I okay. think if you want to take a guy, I, let's say if you do that, you have to designate one of them as a, a long reliever. A long reliever. So, yeah. Okay. All right. That's. I, I just want to know because you're at four. So I'm like, yeah. technically, I wouldn't even need to pick another starting pitcher. Until my final two picks, which would you don't be necessarily have game to. in the system, but yeah, um, but I want to leave the door open for you to take another one if you want. So I think that'll make that'll make it a little yeah, more. Fun. If I wanted a guy, if yeah, in the bullpen. Okay, so uh, for I need a, I need another starter myself, and the man who, uh, after Jorge De La Rosa, has the most wins above replacement as a starting pitcher, that would be uh, another left-hander by the name of Jolis. Chassin. Oh, he's a right. Yeah. Matt, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I got too wrapped yeah. up in the idea of, of waiting to see how uh, Kale would. We're going to try to spell Jolie's Chassin. Let's see if I can still do it from memory and send him a message. I think I've got it. This is a spelling bee. Yeah. You get. You might get a compensation pick if you can spell it. <laughs> yeah. So this is one I considered, and I'm going to be very curious <clears throat> This is where I played the odds again on the public, like they say in betting, mm. uh, where I don't feel like Colorado Rockies fans remember him as the guy who had the second most war of, of anyone in this group. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, even, even though I think you and I know that, and I've I've always said, again, he, he was underrated when he was here, mm. um, but especially with the way it ended. So I'll be curious to see what the fans think of that pick. Mm. Okay. It's giving me some interesting insight. Well, if, if, we're going to look at that. Uh, the studious fans are going to love it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> if, if, if we want to kind of frame things in that way of like, hey, who do you remember and for why, uh, I would I would have to go with my next pick, uh, a Mr. Jeff Francis. Yeah, yeah. And that's, there, there's my lefty. I, yeah, I had him there you go. Together. There you go. Uh, yep. Still 10 wins above replacement for Jeff Francis. Um, he's now my uh, second starting pitcher to get have received a Cy Young Award vote, uh, finished ninth place in that magical 2007 season, uh, only a couple years 
after finishing sixth in the rookie of the year award voting. So that would be my four starters, but we're going to get a little fast and loose and probably rope in a, another starter at some point, depending on, on how confident we feel in the remaining relievers. Right. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be an interesting kind of toss up mix there actually to see of those guys, which way you want to go with it. So, um, all right. So this is going to be really fascinating now. You, you've got it set up there. I think some of these guys are still going to be available, but I'm, I'm just going to start filling out the important spots on my team and thinking a little bit less about what you're going to do here. And I'm going to go ahead and, ooh, mm, e, ah, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I don't like that at all. I'm going to go with hmm. – all right. I will – do I want to take the, the smart stat pick or the guy that people like more? And, and I'm hoping that they don't double-check this. Um, I'm going to go with Willie Tavares in center field. I'm going to go Willie Ooh. Tavares in center field. Okay. I thought about going with a different player there mm -hmm. who, who technically has – some some better stats, but I love the defense that I'm going to get out of him. Uh, I love the base running I'm going to get out of him. Again, consistent, consistent guy at the plate, even though he wasn't uh, always healthy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. still right. almost 1,000 at-bats, you know, with, with Colorado, 851. Uh, the best stolen base percentage, too, um, for, for – yeah players who qualified 68 stolen bases there uh single season record still standing and the way the game of baseball is played nowadays uh, i think he's gonna have that record maybe forever till the robots start playing and then i'm gonna go with a guy who you know you mentioned earlier not a lot of depth at the position but i think i'm gonna win some of those fan favorite votes and he was Really good as a member of the Rockies at first base. Finally got to fill the spot. We know there hasn't been a great tradition there since Helton retired. But do not forget about Mark Reynolds. I'm going to take Mark Reynolds and slot him in over there at first base. Uh, I'm going to get some pop out of that bat. I'm going to get really good defense over there at first. Do I feel awesome about it? No. But I feel... I feel pretty good about these two picks solidifying positions where while I didn't get the ideal guy, I think I got better players than people would necessarily remember in these spots. So I feel good about it. Yeah. One of only two null stars to have 30 or more home runs in a single season. So, and, and there've only been two. Think about that. All the other guys with it, 30 or more home runs, they're all of the names that, you know, all those yeah. are all the all-stars and only two guys that, you know, uh, aren't thought about in that way. Are, are on that list, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, with my next pick, I, man, I got a couple options to go with. And, you know, you, you talk about the feeling that people have towards a certain player and you're like, you know, is it good? Is it bad? You want, you want people to have good feelings towards a player. Yeah. That might, might garner you a little bit of favor when, when it comes time to saying who's got the better team. And with this gentleman, there's some good, there's also not some good. Uh, that's going to be shortstop Walt Weiss. I'm going to have uh, – he's yeah. going to be my 
my starting people like Walweiss. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, he was a manager during a rough time, but did help see, you know, through that yeah. growth of, you know, a lot of those those young guys like Arenado and Story Doll to a right. degree. And um, you know, a lot a lot of ABs, you know, just under under two thousand for uh Mr. Walt Wife, Walt, Walt Weiss, 16 intentional walks. You might not think about him uh, <laughs> as getting a lot of uh intentional walks, but tied for fifth and uh had a four oh three on base percentage, one of only three guys to be over 400 non-base percentage of our null stars mm. and also the only Rockies uh, person to ever play for and manage the Colorado Rockies. There you go. Kind of neat. Uh, it's a good pick. We've said it many times that, you know, the, the one hole that the Rockies have had. In, I was wondering when we were going to get to this. <laughs> yeah. They've had, they've had a lot of, uh, they haven't had a lot of holes, but they've had one hole that has definitely popped up a lot. And it's behind the plate, and it's 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 with the catcher spot. They've never had a catcher as an all star. That's their one position that they they've yet to fulfill. And there's guys who've had the you know, the short bursts or had that lot of potential, and you say, ah, oh, this could have been the guy. But if you're looking at you know uh, just the numbers at 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 who's done the most, and you know who is there for uh, the most uh, playoff games and, and and playoff runs in Colorado Rockets history, there is only one man, uh, which which makes it somewhat of a no brainer. He was fifth on my list, so I'm going to go ahead and take Chris Iannetta. Seven wins above replacement as a Rockies player. Good for fourth highest among Nall Stars. Uh, first in intentional walks. Second in home runs, uh, or excuse me, and at-bats per home runs, 23.4 at-bats for every home runs. Six opening day starts, most as a catcher. Feeling really good. I got him as my starting backstop. Yeah, that's the first catcher to take, but I wanted you to take him, so I'm happy with that. <laughs> I was ready. It is funny that they've never had an all-star catcher, and it took us that long to even get to their best non-star catcher. But, yeah. Uh, okay, solid picks there for you, solid picks. I'm going to go a little quicker here and start filling out my outfield a little bit more. Uh, take a name who I think is a little bit lost in Rockies history, not somebody – People remember uh, especially well. Shoot, where did, where did my list go? Okay, yeah. Uh, but I am actually going to take Daryl Hamilton. Daryl Hamilton from the uh, early days. I know Kale likes that. <laughs> yeah. Because of the play, big, you know. <laughs> big Daryl Hamilton guy. Uh, but had, had some very solid years for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, get a little bit of a pop in the bat out there in the corner outfield. Okay. He was on my list of 107 players. That's, that's all I got on him. <laughs> I mean, uh, where, where was the, where are the numbers here? I was, I was trying to find out. Yeah. Put up a, a solid uh, 113 OPS plus, And uh, then the next year, a 93 OPS plus, but hit over 300, both years, 335 batting average, 406 uh, on base. 469 slugging, not, not a ton of slugging there, only hit five home runs and then nine the next year. So I'm not getting a ton of home runs out of him, but a very solid contact hitter, good defender out there. Got to get him set up out there. I need to fill out my outfield. And then so somebody I don't think people necessarily remember played for the Rockies, but there he is. And he did. Uh, and then I'm going to go also because you just have and because I feel like I can get uh, quality out of him at catcher, just fill a spot. I'm going to take Jeff Reed. Nowhere near yeah. 
as popular as uh, Chris Iannetta in terms of, you know, longevity because he, you know, people remember Iannetta was there for a long time, more or less started and ended his career with the Rockies, though technically Yankees, I guess. But yeah. And, but Jeff Reed only what a year or two, but he put up some big numbers at the plate those years for the Rockies. So very, very happy uh, with my selection there at catcher. Where, where is it? The one year he had a, he was eighth among all stars and in, in wins above replacement, just under a thousand at bats. Not that's, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. for for a Rockies catcher for sure. Yeah, I'm taking Jeff Reed. All right. Well, uh, I almost have a full nine or starting eight for my lineup, so I, I might as well round it out um, in the off chance that you maybe start trying to uh, bolster your your team just a little bit. You know what? For my my final outfielder. I think I'm going to go ahead and select Mr. Mr. Saturday Night, Seth Smith. Oh, interesting okay. choice. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm going Seth Smith. I had him 11th on my list. You know, uh, 3.1 wins above replacement, 1,200 at-bats with the Rockies. Uh, WPA, uh, wins, uh, win probability added 10th among our null stars. So, Again, if, 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 if we're given extra points for uh, folks feeling fondly about him, you know, he's, uh, he has to be, you know, on that list, I, I, I think, to a certain degree. Yeah. And, um, well, shoot, if, if, if I'm going with, with the award winners, and I know I already got four guys in my rotation, and I'll, I'll have to sort it out with the coaching staff. We'll see who's going to transition best to the bullpen. I got to pick the only rookie of the year in Rockies history – uh, and the only man to start off our podcast today. That would be Jason Jennings, the 2002 yeah. Rookie of the Year, also uh, tied for the most shutouts in a single season, uh, which was three. Tied, of course, with Ubaldo, the all-star, Jimenez. So I uh, five starting pitchers feel really good. All five of those guys, uh, 10 wins above replacement or more. Yeah. Not, not bad. You know, you, you might forget and say, hey, the Rockies pitching has been questionable. Maybe. But there have been some really good gems, uh, a couple good diamonds in a rough uh, within within those years. Yeah, no, quality, quality picks there. I like that. I like that. Okay, for my final position player, I need a third baseman. And since you took yours so early and there weren't a whole lot of great picks there, I did wait this long. Uh, there, there were a couple interesting ones in the mix, but I'm going to go with Charlie Hayes at mm. third base. Again, another early guy where fans – I'm not going to win over a ton of fans here where maybe, you know, their heart, uh, another guy, well, maybe I won't mention him because somebody's thinking about a bench, but <laughs> I, I got to go with Charlie Hayes at third base. Uh, he, where are his Colorado years? There we go. He 118 OPS plus in 93, a 90 and 94, but hit 305 with 25 home runs, 522 slugging in 93 for the Colorado Rockies. An original Colorado Rocky led the league in doubles that year with, 45 uh, and just a few years later those were with philadelphia he would even get uh, a few mvp votes finish 16th so charlie hayes at third base is who i'm gonna take love that love that yeah second ever player of the week for the rockies and uh second highest uh or rather fourth highest war for that 3.3 season uh inaugural season in 93 i think that's a, a fantastic one you still have one more pick Yep, and because right. it's been the the key of my team, I'm I'm just going to go pitching again. I'm going to keep going this direction. 
Um, and I'm going to take actually another guy who technically is not a closer. But again, I'm worried about floor. I'm worried about, you know, I just want consistent pitching out of my bullpen. We'll worry about whose job is what. I'm playing it very analytic here. Kill the save, right? Uh, hashtag kill the save. So I'm going to take Raphael Betancourt with mm. the next pick here because I know that I can get a million innings out of the guy and each one of them is going to take a half an hour to get through. But yeah, that's who I'm taking. I feel very good about, again, the quality and steadiness of my bullpen. And my pitching staff in general. These guys can throw it. Well, I like that you went with Betancourt there. Uh, so I'm going to have to go in my bullpen and uh, pick up Mr. Manny Corpus. Yeah. Which, Solid uh, pick. I hope yeah. you remember how good he actually was, except I don't because I want to win this thing. But I, I suspect maybe fans won't remember. Uh, but you also got to take the Manny Corpus years where he wasn't quite as good. But as far as single season, if you could just take one guy's one season, Manny Corpus's 07 might be the season to take. Yeah. Yeah, un unquestionably. Also, uh, the most blown saves in a, in a season. How many, how many do you think he had? How many do you think any closer should get? Seven? Nine. Oh. He had, what was it, nine? Uh, I forget where I, I put this note, but yeah, nine blown saves in, uh, in 2008. So fantastic in 2007. Not so much in 2008, uh, but still, you know, very high up on the on the rankings list as far as uh, war uh, wins above replacement uh, for a, a Rockies reliever. Man, uh, I only got one guy left in my top 11, and uh, I need a second baseman, so I might as well go ahead and grab the guy who's just a notch below Mr. Kaz Matsui. That would be who do you think, Drew? Who who's just a notch below? Who do you have? Who do you have second on your depth chart at second base? Who did I have second on my depth chart? It well, uh, I had a couple of guys kind of in a. I don't want to tell you because I might take one of those guys from my my bench, and you might not be thinking about him. But all right, Jamie Carroll, three point yeah. three wins above replacement, two thousand six, wow. tied for fourth Jamie highest. Carroll. People might forget how good of a defender was he was too, because he actually has the the Rockies record for highest fielding percent percentage for second baseman, nine ninety five. Also in that 2006 season, uh, pivotal uh, sacrifice fly that, uh, you know, we all remember Todd Helton slamming his hand on home plate in game 163 while Jamie Carroll slammed that ball to right field in order to score that run. So I feel good with having him as my starting second baseman. That's that's fair. I like that. I, 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 you've, you've done a lot of work on the hearts of the fans on that one, especially too. And you mentioned there's, there's a war case to be made, but yeah. fans are going to give you – Fans are going to give you a moment out of that for sure. Okay, quality pick there. Got to speed through these last ones here as we try to wrap up. I'm going to need Kale to do me a huge favor here too, and I'm going to try to not admit like I didn't totally make a mistake earlier and take this player now as we move Daryl Hamilton onto my bench for my first bench guy will be <laughs> Daryl Hamilton. I was searching for the other older Rockies player from that era who was in the outfield who could hit that I needed in right field, and it was actually Mike Kingery. That's the guy that I need in my outfield okay. uh, from that era who can hit. So I got to take Mike Kingery as my actual right fielder. There we go. Put it. Yeah. Nailed it. And then you can move Hamilton onto the bench there for me. Fantastico. And then uh, before I get into the bench, I've still got a couple more pitcher spots 
Patrick went to uh, Manny Corpus. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna again count on Rockies fans remembering the good times and forgetting the bad. And I'm gonna take Adam Ottavino. Mm, solid pick. Third most amount of games by a non-star pitcher. How about that? There you go. Look at you. It's a good pick, Adam. Got to put him on my, my big board here. I wish I did have a big chalkboard behind me. Alas, I right. just have a, you, you're scratching uh, off the names and stuff. Yep, Google spreadsheet. That's it. Yeah, we, I got <laughs> one guy left. <laughs> okay. I, I got I got one guy left for my bullpen, and I and I got my bench going here. Don't really know where else I want to go. I could just take the the player with the the highest amount of of wins above replacement in a Rockies uniform. Do I want a guy who, you know, Rockies is, is somewhat synonymous with, with Rockies fans? Um, you know what? I, I think I will. I think I will go ahead and, and pick uh, Mr. Willine Rosario. Now, I, wow. I, I wasn't exactly sure if I was going to go with two catchers. We didn't necessarily need one for this fun activity, but do got Rookie of the Year votes in, in 2012, 1,500 at-bats. With the Rockies, uh, only only uh, one and a half, one point six uh, WAR total, but uh, you know first All Star as far as at bats per home run. Every twenty one point three at bats, he went deep. Hit twenty eight home runs in two thousand twelve, which is which is fantastic. So, um, and the guy's still only about twenty seven years old. So, right. <laughs> yet he's he's not an MLB. Love William Rosario. Love it. All right. Still got one more pick too. Yeah. So then I'm looking around here. Got my backup catcher. Man, this is where I think we're making this harder than it needs to be because we just like so many of these guys. Yeah. All right, I forgot. I forgot the other guy I had, and you know what? Maybe I have a platoon. We'll see who's the hot hand. But uh, another guy that Rockies fans should remember pretty well, and uh, I thought he might have been an All Star at some point. Here, uh, did get a Rookie of the Year award vote in 1997. Has a couple of records uh, in, in, in Rockies history. So uh, I'm going to take uh, as uh, a backup middle infielder, if you will, Mr. Nafi Perez. Tied yeah. for uh, uh, most games played in a single season. Twice he played all 162 games. Right. The value, you know, we, we definitely appreciate. 732 plate appearances, most in a single season. Hit the second cycle in Rockies history. Uh, and the only non-star to win a gold glove that was in the year 2000. Another trophy in my team's trophy case. Really happy about Nafi Perez. Yeah. And and no, Kale, not even close, but it's fine. <laughs> we love you. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect no one who anyone who's ever not seen the name Nafi to get it. I'm uh, going to plow right through here, take a couple of one-season wonders for the back of my uh, – uh, just apparently I'm taking all the relievers who are phenomenal, but never actually closers. I'm going to finish out my pitching staff with Gabe white. I'm mm. taking that one year of phenomenal ridiculousness out of Gabe white. I feel fantastic about my bullpen there. And I'm going to go to the bench and provide myself with a little bit of insurance at my weakest position, a little bit of potentially a platoon. If Mike Kingry struggles against left-handed pitching that's the spot where i was obviously least uh, happy about my pick and i'm gonna take jay payton right-handed outfielder that uh i think again a lot gets lost in the mix man you could very easily make the case that uh he should start 
on my team here. The, the year he was out here in 2002, a 139 OPS plus. The next year, a 110 OPS plus. Defense isn't entirely there, but I may even need to, to get Kale to swap that one around again. My right field has just been an absolute disaster. But Jay Payton and, and Mike Kingery are splitting time out there. Whatever. I like him. I need him. There's my. I'm feeling much better about my outfield now. Fantastic. All right, man. I, I got some. I got some burly boys to play in the outfield. I just don't know who I want to select there as as my fourth outfielder. I think, man. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mr. Jeremy Burnett. Yeah. Now he played one season with yeah. Colorado. Got MVP votes in 2004 which is fantastic. Had a 916 OPS, uh, third highest for a Nostar, 37 home runs. The most home runs in Rockies yeah. history for a player who did not um, make the All-Star, and he was the first Nostar to ever get an MVP vote. So I'm going to take him. I got two more picks left. I only got one going up right here. I do need another reliever, and... I am going to select, uh, you know, I'm going to select, uh, I need a lefty in my pen. So I'm going to go ahead and select Bruce Ruffin, 6.8 war, uh, tied uh, for fourth, most amount of saves in Rockies history, 60 with Wade Davis. So mm. uh, even though it's a tie between uh, Ruffin and Davis, uh, I think we're going to give the edge to Ruffin and, and make him officially fourth and Wade Davis. Sorry, but you're fifth now. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think that's that's solid. Um, okay, with the final two picks for my team, I'm going to take two uh, kind of polar opposite players to give me some some versatility off of the bench. Um, well, I guess do no. Do I need to take a backup catcher? Because you took a backup. You don't catcher. have to. So no, feel- we we said you didn't have necessarily have to. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I could. I feel like I could, but I, I'm going to take Todd Walker. Actually, because he could play second, third, and first. Uh, he reminds me of a time when the Colorado Rockies got randomly obsessed with players named Todd, Helton, Walker. Another guy I thought about maybe getting into this draft, but I don't think he's going to get taken here unless you take him. Todd Zeal, uh, Todd Hollinsworth. Todd was Zeal another, wasn't even on my list, to be honest. All of those guys, really? Hollinsworth was. He was either Hollinsworth um, or Burnett's. Hollinsworth, uh, better Rockies overall career for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hollinsworth, Todd Hollinsworth is a player I was really hoping we we're going to get to talk about today where we really got to wrap this thing up as quickly as possible. But, man, there's even more guys to look at us and how silly we are. And the, the final guy that I'm going to take, again, I'm trying to win fan votes. I'm also trying to shore up my bench. I need a feared hitter off the plate, and I'm going to take Jason Giambi. Mm. I'm going to finish out my bench with Jason Giambi. Rocky's version of Jason Giambi, but Rocky's version of Jason Giambi could still rake off the bench. And because – you know, Mark Reynolds is also maybe a little bit of a question mark at first. I like having the possibility to throw him out there every once in a while if I need to. I very much like that. All right, Kale, I need you to help break the tie here. I got two current Rockies players. Do I want Ryan McMahon or do I want Ryan Spielborgs or Corey Sull- Sullivan? Spilly, most pinch hits in consecutive at-bats, five consecutive pinch hit hits. Corey Sullivan, most sacrifice hits in a game, four. Also had a 19-game road hitting streak, and Ryan McMahon is just Rymac. He's Mac the Knife. Which of those three options do you think I need to look at? 
I'd go with Spilly. Ryan Spielberg's. All right, Ryan Spielberg's. There we go. There He's got experience in uh, NPB playing over in, in Japan with the Seibu Lions. Uh, fantastic, you know, pinch hitter. I think he had a career 300 average, over 300 as a pinch hitter. So I definitely don't mind having, you know, two outfielders uh, on my bench there. One of them can DH and, and, and Spilly's my guy off the bench. He's, he's fantastic. So I'm, I'm happy Love about it. that. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, there you have it. Apologies to Todd Hollinsworth, John Vanderwall, who's actually listed as a pinch hitter. And I was hoping someone would take him. Gerardo Parra. If I had taken a backup catcher, it would have been your Vitoriava. Believe it or not, all those players, and, and you might have thought, hey, there's some slim pickings here. But as Patrick said, there's a lot more names on his list than on mine. And those were just some of the guys I, I was really hoping, you know, we'd have a chance to look at. Ian Stewart. Ian Stewart was on, sure. on the table for me. I was like, ah, do I? And starting pitchers, we, there there was Kevin Ritz, 7.3 wins above replacement as, sure. as Rockies. The only pitcher to have st two stolen bases in Rockies history is Kevin Ritz. Our <laughs> I guy. thought about taking Mike Hampton just for the duel. <laughs> you know, well, I was like, I'm gonna get he was an all-star. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mike Hampton was an all-star. Marvin that. Freeman, our dude. Daryl Kyle, 1999. Yeah. yeah. 35 starts tied for the most in, in franchise history. Jose Jimenez, 102 saves right behind Brian Fuentes with 115. I think most practice. Between him and Gabe White for my I final. didn't think people knew who Jose Jimenez was. So I go, ah. But he had the record with 41 saves. Yeah. Um, you know, before Holland, you know, tied and, and Davis beat that record. The previous record before Jimenez had 41 in 2002. The record was 31. He yeah. blew that out the water. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of talent still left. Uh, we'll, we'll let Kale pick the rest so, of it on, yeah. uh, on his Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> let us know out there who you think drafted the better team. We'll have Kale do all the hard work and put together a graphic, and then we'll share it all with all of you, and you can vote. Let us know who you think. And while the innocent, uh, I don't think anyone actually wants to see us run those games. But if there is enough outcry, then, then we'll do it. Will says Matt Belial was robbed. Who can argue with that? So – uh, again, this was a whole lot of fun. Oh, yeah, I hope you all had almost as much fun as we did with this. Share all of your thoughts and opinions on social media at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lyons, at DNVR underscore Rockies, at Kel Sorbo. You can email us, Drew or Patrick, at the DNVR.com. Subscribe to the DNVR.com so you don't miss out on any of that written content. Plus, you get discounts on shirts, hats, masks. Sometimes you get a bigger beer when you come to – well, actually, every time you get a bigger beer when you come down to the DNVR bar – once that thing gets up and going again. And we just love having you be a part of the community. Love having you be a part of the family. You get to come talk to us in our private Discord chat. Talk about your favorite movies and music and video games and whatever's going on in your life. And you can, while the innocent, you can come and, and demand that we run the games and play all the Colorado Rockies most people have never heard of against each other for your entertainment it wouldn't not be fun. So thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being so enthusiastic about it. Just keep being absolutely awesome out there. I promise you we will keep being absolutely Patrick Lyons, Drew Creaseman, and Kel Sorbo in here. And until next time, we'll see you at the ballpark.